When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia on this cold and chilly hump day. But you know what? They're here to warm us up a little bit on our ride home. We've got a fun hour ahead, so sit back and enjoy Lori and Julia. Thank you, Grant. Thank you, Thank you Grant. Grant. Um, so just a couple of things just on the TV front I wanted yes. to get back to. So... Um, Casey and I watched like the fourth episode of Wednesday, the Love. one where she does the dance oh. at at the Raven Dance or whatever. And uh, Entertainment Tonight had a story about how she choreographed that. Jenny Ortega. <laughs> how old is she? She's 20. And Boy, she was in Jane the Virgin. That's where I know her from. Yes. yes. The, the she's little, brilliant. Brilliant. And um, Xavier. Anyway, so she sits down with her co-stars and just because she's like, I'm not a good dancer. But she begrudgingly goes to this Raven dance at Nevermore Academy. <sighs> and um, it's that show is so good. It, it gives me feelings of Umbrella Academy and um, that essence of it. You know? I love Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's a you good would comparison. like, like it because yeah. so, so Casey much. likes it, right? Oh, he likes oh, it. Oh, Jeff loved he it. He hates Catherine Zeta Jones playing Morticia. She bugs him so much. He <laughs> wants to fast forward over her scenes where I'm relishing I am too. the delight that she's playing, although she's not. Stand out great the no, way um, not, Gwyneth, or what's her name? The um, lady, she, the teacher. The teacher from, from Game of Thrones. Yes, and Gwendolyn something. She, this, Gwendolyn Christie. She's amazing, and yes. so is the therapist, and so is Christina Ricci. She's not as over the top no. as she could be. No, not at all. And I think it's because Morticia knows that she's 60 playing I, a 40-year-old. Grant, Grant. Grant, did you just hear that? Because I think she knows. Basically, Lori just said that she's been lying to us about her age for ten years. Yeah, longer. Yeah, yes. she's, she chopped off a good I, ten years. I am going to tell you this though. Yeah. So when she showed up mm. on camera, and I looked at Jeff and I said, "How old do you think she is?" And he said, "Somewhere in her fifties." I said, "She's not. She's older, but she lies about her age." And the first thing I said. I mean, we just can't let that one go. It's so dumb. Like, well, why? Why do we care? No, it's brutal because we know everyone when they get to Hollywood, they're they told lie. you got to take at least shave three it off. years, five years. It's really tricky to do yep. ten. <laughs> and then they found out she was from a, fa- a small village in Wales, and there's no record. They don't do right. yearbooks. Oh, right? No. There's nobody. They you have know a what funny I mean? language, and no one can translate. <laughs> right? No one's going to be able to contradict yes. the yeah. ten years. Oh gosh! It's like Jaja Gabor taking and uh, Charo. Charo was another one. She chopped it could up be like 120. We have Charo. no idea. Yes. You know, she always says she's like, uh, you know, she. 
she's younger than my dad. And I'm like, wait a second. You were like the, the same age as my dad and you were on all these shows. Shows, yes, yeah, same time. Oh. Anyway, but we posted that. That that was like a great Jenna Ortega, that dance thing. Iconic. And they, they, the fun thing, too, is they like, and I, you might have said this, they comment about the whole thing throughout the whole process. So you can see it, and then yeah. they kind of tell you how so they're cute. feeling, why they did what they did. It's cool. It's okay. really fun to watch. I got this theory, you guys, for White Lotus. Okay, first of all, correction, there are seven episodes. Love to hear that. Not six. Love it. So this Sunday is the penultimate episode. Last week, the fifth season, <laughs> because of the... Maybe the talk about the scene, yeah, but White yeah, Lotus yeah. was up 55% over the week before. It was also the episode that finally, finally yep. banged, uh, no bad pun intended. Um, so this, <laughs> I like it, Grant, as much as Lori. I did not like leading into it, but this episode, and she uh, is no bang, no pun intended. Yeah. There were some good scenes right, in this most fine. recent episode. I could try harder, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? It's fun to go to Sicily. Yeah. It is so fun to travel here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was filmed on location. At a real hotel, you'll be Googling the hotel. The, the I mean, you'll go, oh, God, I save up my money and stay there. And right. Lily and I have had that same conversation. Right. Palermo, I've been right. to Palermo, and that's really, I mean, it's just southern Italy and Sicily, you know, island off of Italy. It's so different than um, Rome yeah. or Milan. You know, it's just really, you feel... Just like, I don't know, it feels different. I get it. I get it. So it was up 55%, uh, and there are two episodes left. So this Sunday, the stage will be set for who gets killed and who does the killing. Um, Something uh, that's going, the thought that's going around is uh, Theo James's character, who plays a really repulsive guy named Cameron. Yep. I wonder. Could Are you going to give away anything? No, no, no. because the uh, the show starts okay. with Daphne, this bubbly, right, I saw yeah, yeah, okay, talking next to the girls, and she goes, "I'm leaving. I, you're going to have a wonderful time here today." She goes up to take one last dip, mm-hmm. and then she comes screaming in. There's a dead body. There's a dead body. We don't know whose dead body it is. Now I'm just wondering because if it, where was, where was Cameron? Good. Is the body her husband and did oh, Daphne do look it? Look at this. Look, look at, at where you. we're going. You, I like because it. we got the hint um, where Daphne basically acknowledges to, to Audrey, Aubrey Plaza's character that she knows that her husband isn't faithful to her. She yep. is a trainer in yep. the city. Mm-hmm. But they act like the most lovey-dovey couple. Through yes. this whole thing. That's sort of, I think, the emotional... That's the weird connection. ...hook of this show. Yes, yes. Is that you really... There are people you... We haven't had that many people we've liked, except for Jennifer Coolidge. You I know, I'm worried she's getting scared. I think that's why I checked out, because I just didn't feel like... But I could go back. Maybe. Yeah. The first, Maybe. The first one, you definitely are correct, had a lot more... Likeable and yeah. connectable characters. Yes. You could connect to a lot of them. This one, not this as one much. This one has taken a longer time. To develop. Sometimes you just want to give up. But I yeah. really love fun. Jennifer Coolidge's assistant, who looks like Florence <laughs> Pugh. You know, I really like her character. And Jennifer Coolidge, I think, is getting, uh, you know, getting conned by these guys. I don't know, Laura. You were giving it away. Well, I mean, listen, she got conned in Hawaii. The person she should have gone in business with in White Lotus 1 was her... 
masseuse, the, the lady, the lady that the she spa. ended up, yeah, and then she ended up doing nothing and leaving for that with it's that weird. guy. Her yeah. character, Tanya, is very um, misguided. She's like a, she's like a very naive twenty-year-old. Yes, right? there you go. Very naive, misguided, just believes yeah. anything that anyone tells her, and then she's suspicious of true people. Like she hasn't been able to change, but she's. I mean, when they, when that guy said to her in the opera box and she said is that the queen of sicily and he just yes yes she totally believed him that's her character though i know it so up 55 percent the white lotus and you know people are like going no one's watching tulsa king well you know why because the episode that followed yellowstone this week was a repeat of the one the week that's right exactly so yeah because they put it out early for a little tease if you had if you had the service and then of course now that it's on the regular television they're getting caught up so yeah it wasn't so i'm not worried about that show just yet no No. although i don't he's indicated he doesn't want to do another season well we'll see about that That money talks that's right yeah all right listen we'll be right back julia's random thoughts he looks like that puppet i don't know he's had cheeky implants it's just random that's all it is okay so um a couple different things happening is that today is celebrate stay home because you're well day. <laughs> Who has that option ever? <laughs> well, it's a good you... day to call in well to work. I wish I would have called. Can you mention B. Arthur? Um, B. Arthur, mm-hmm. I'm calling in because I'm well today. Well, listen, I would I'd like, like to it stay if home. there was more openness for people to use all of their sick time and also be able to freely use mental health. I think a lot of places give you those, Lori. Yeah, but I mean, if it's part, if you get six, six days a year, people, most people believe they have to be actually sick to use those. Well, I've always believed that. Yeah. Yeah, Because if I called in well, what would you do? Oh, Julia. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Well, we have enough vacation that we can do planning, but like it is a good, people should just spend, quote unquote, all their quote unquote sick days mm-hmm. and if you have to you know if you've got to be sneaky you could ask your boss could i ever have a well day if i tell there you, you in advance yeah have and most cargo. bosses are but if you already know their answer yeah don't oh. do it call the first thing in the morning when you haven't had anything to drink and you just sound terrible get a little milk in there some cream in your throat get a little, little sappy there no, you go that is totally- and everybody's so paranoid now about everything it's easier than ever to call in sick yeah you just get the sniffles and but they tell you to go so home it would be so nice if people could just be upfront about it there know? we go yep all right well some people obviously maybe that it's even a day oh, that it's even out there all right so here are just a couple things Billy Crystal was on with Jimmy Kimmel last night, and he has hosted the Oscars ten times. Nine. Nine, sorry. Nine. I loved his new little rug he had on. I, it's a little I gray. It's a steel gray And rug. it just reminded me of my dad. Yes. Because as my dad aged, I kept wondering, Dad, how's, how's your hair going to get gray? Because yeah. my dad wore a toupee. Uh-huh. And how, you know, when dad's toupee got a perm. Yeah, right. um, and I'm like, oh, uh, I mean, Lord. just the toupee life is a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. It's, but you're right. It, I was so happy oh, to see him on it. It's like, yay, Billy Crystal. He's, he's funny. He's got stories. He's got stories and he's delightful. And something that was on Broadway, which no longer is, is Mr. Saturday Night. Oh, I know. We and wanted, it was. We should have. We, sh- we, mm. we wanted to see. We did. That. We did. Better. We've seen his Mr. Saturday Night one man show. We saw that downtown Minneapolis. You oh, and yeah. I went. We saw him. We didn't see this play iteration of it, mm. but I just found out. So it's going to be streaming um, starting today, which is today, December 1st. No, tomorrow, tomorrow. December 1st, yeah. December 1st on this streamer, which they didn't 
say what it was. I'm like, well, what streamer? What streamer? Yeah. And the reason they didn't say is because it's a different one that we don't know about, which is called Broadway HD. Oh. And now, so here's where I just want to go with this. Broadway HD is expensive. It's 12 bucks a month or 130 for a year. But where Broadway HD would be kind of fun is you can see all these Broadway plays that you're never going to see. Really? So it would be an opportunity to see musicals. That's kind of a cool gift, too. That's what I was thinking. Like It doesn't have all of them, but it has Billy Elevit, Janis Joplin, 42nd Street, Bye Bye Birdie, Forever Plaid. I mean, they might be... Are you kidding me? For someone who is like a lifelong theater person, and they know they can't go, they're never going back to New York again or something, this would be wonderful. Don't you think? So I kind of thought, and then they've got movies and other things there. So just Broadway HD... Um, they did not pay me to say that. Um, Tom Hanks is getting into giving back for his veterans, and he has launched a new com- company called Hanks, H-A-N-X. That's how he signs his Twitter. Yeah, Hanks. He does something, and then he says, he just signs it, Hank, Hanks, like it's a letter or a yeah. note. It's H-A-N-X. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of been a funny little thing of his that he started. He didn't know the titter, titter etiquette. The Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Yes. I like Hank, titter etiquette. So Hanks for our troops. <laughs> If you have been trying to figure out a way to support veterans, he's starting out with a packaged goods company that he just launched with coffee. Coffee is a great way to start. And there's different coffees. Is all the money going? Uh, 100% of the profits go to the veterans. So it's H-A-N-X for our troops. Mm -hmm. Thought it was cute, cute, cute. The guy who founded Adidas was the younger brother of the guy who founded Puma. 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 Wow. Did you know that? Adidas in a little bit of trouble. Oh, big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But I just am sharing that because I thought, wow, uh-uh. wow. Uh, th- when, I think they were also Nazis, the Adidas people. I know they were. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder yeah. what the Pumas were. It's kind of um, like that story with, uh, what's her name, who gave up her Tesla for a... Uh, uh, Melissa, Mil- Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. She gave up her Tesla because she's mad at Elon Musk, but then she traded it in for a Volkswagen electric car, which was also founded by Nazis. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, you don't be. really... Sometimes... Volkswagen Italia made their social yes, media be, it looks like Volks- Volkswagen Genitalia. Genitalia. It does. It does. <laughs> and it's still up on their, it does. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for some of us that like to drive cars yes. into the ground. Uh-huh. Who's that? Just um, a lot of people. A lot of people who can't afford new cars. Well, you know what? It's a good thing cars last as long as they do now. Oh, they yeah. really are. It's kind well, of amazing. Well, they're a fortune, first of all. Right, but they do. They're not like the olden days when they'd a rust car, out, yeah. well, they'd rust out. And, right. I know someone who spent, I just, the amount of money cars are right now, it's just. Absurd. It's the add-ons. Add-ons and the unavailability of used car, or the the, the yeah. not the, the, there's no access to used cars right now. So you could have bought a car three four years ago used, and it might be worth more now than it was. That when happened you to it. friends of mine. They sold. That happened to Casey. It's yeah. an appreciation in yeah. cars. Who bought that? Hi everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But so one of the things I noticed, so I tried the new app, which is like VBRO or Verbo, which is home rental. Mm-hmm. I tried it for cars. Truvo is it called? Turo. Turo, yeah. Turo in Montana. And it's and it's uh T U R O R O. Yeah. And it was slick and it and it saved about maybe hundred and fifty bucks. It was convenient. It was there. When they told me it would just be there, you just walk out. See, Montana, Bozeman would be an excellent place to do that because there's the not car, a lot of car rental availability. And when there is, there go- oh. it's jacked it's up I'm so high. outrageous. Because people are going up to Big Sky yeah, from Yellowstone, going into the parks, doing everything. Yeah, it's yeah, too much yeah, money. Yeah. So I could see like how the Airbnb of car things it's would genius. be I a think good it's really option. smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was pretty slick. I mean, was it I can't just think at the of, airport. It was at the airport in the special lot, right there by the rental cars. Look at that! It had a key, like when you're a realtor and you have the key thing on the door. Yeah, yeah. you got the code. You have, I got the code. It was on the window. You just put the box in. Was you, the car clean? Beyond, but I want to say something about cars. Yeah. Which, if the manufacturers of cars are listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I am. Sure they are. Why not give us buttons back on the dash? Why do you make us go deep into a screen while you're driving to turn on your heated seats or your heated steering wheel? It's more it, dangerous than it used to be. It's beyond those screens. I mean, just give us the button. I've been saying this for years. They always talk about cell phones being a distraction. Oh, us driving those... around with computers as our dashboard is more distracting than anything else. But I just for had... basic, so Lori, I had a Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, yeah. the whole kit and shaboodle, the new one. To turn on a heated seat, I kept looking for the button. I had to go into settings. Oh, okay. To turn on the seated steering wheel in my car, it's a button. I had to go find it. So the time you're taking to go find it, and then our brights wouldn't stay on. It was something weird rule with something. All right. But the screens are crazy. I don't like Take your complaints to the appropriate authorities. Well, they're (laughs) listening, Laurie. I would love to design cars. Okay, so here are the cars. If you want a car that lasts, What's the main brand? It's no surprise. Toyota. Oh, Toyota. Liable, yeah. They last long, right? They're of the top 10 cars that are going to last maybe 250,000 miles. I want to go back to you just said you want to design cars. (laughs) We talked about this forever. There's nowhere for a woman's purse. Yeah, all right. I've talked about this forever. There's nowhere for your purse. There's nowhere. the interior. Well, yes. Yeah. I don't care about the outside. Okay. <laughs> I just the that's interior, I wanted clarification the dash, for the audience. I'd put the heat on your feet instead of on your ankle. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things to improve. But anyway, if you want a Toyota, they last a long time, apparently. They do. They want, I, like, I don't know how to feel about this consumer report random thought. I'm going to just take a minute to have a rolling and digest all, everything you've uh, Well, I hope you yeah, perform better in your next segment. You're right. Because I'm going to judge you and take you down. I'll get the gavel out. Just. Please, get the gavel out. We've already gone off topic. Okay. okay so, yes, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, we should really... Um, um, Get to this, Jennifer Lopez, because for, for whatever reason, there's a lapse between your December, when you could the cover, and then the 73 questions. Maybe it's a logistic thing, but Jay- They usually do throw out the 73 questions after. But usually, yeah. not not three weeks after. That's true. And not three weeks after. I think J-Lo is hard to pin down in okay. her- Okay. Her funny, funny. <laughs> stage, and she 
kitchen and she's pouring tea and she's in a a cream colored ensemble that um was a crop top that had little tabs coming down around the midriff and then sort of high-waisted pants and she's making tea and I'm like Oh, my God, Jennifer, really? You're really leaning into this Mrs. Affleck? I'm not going anywhere? <laughs> oh, don't husband. even say it. Okay? <laughs> and that's that's where she is. So um, she's, it, it's really, and of course, she's put out this album that she put out 20 years ago. It was called This Is Me Then. That's what it was called 20 years ago. No, it's This Is Me Now, and it's like, all of her, I mean, this she's is me. leaning so hard into, you know, Mr. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Affleck, that's what I'm going to start calling him. I like anyway, it. But, uh, so, Grant posted it for you, and if you haven't looked at Vogue for a while, you'll be able to look at without signing it. That's true. <laughs> you know, but we just right. have a tiny little clip of just a couple of the questions, and I think this is at the beginning, but we just see, we don't see much of her house, but this kitchen that she's in, and then... Pouring two cups of tea made me laugh. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Who has made you laugh the most in between takes? Um, my husband, Ben. Between is there two. a movie that you really regret turning down? Unfaithful. What movie or project would you say is most underappreciated? El Cantante. And what is the most important thing that you do to prepare for a role? Research. Just dig into all the details of who the character is, what they do, mm. what they do for a living, how they act, their day-to-day, moment-to-moment That's the best existence. answer so far. Mm. <laughs> and which of your performances challenged you the most? Um, Ramona. Ramona, the pole dancer. <laughs> that know, was Hustlers. Yeah, that's from Hustlers. She oh, played uh, oh. Ramona Vega. And, uh, but when they said between takes, I'm like... Okay, you did one movie with Ben Affleck, <laughs> Geely Wayla. I mean, my husband, a, my husband. Oh. And, but I, I like knowing that about Unfaithful that she was going to do it instead of Diane, Diane Lane. Lane. It could have been a whole totally different hated vibe that to that movie. movie. We, we walked out. Hate it. We hated it worse than life. Um, what else did she tell us? Oh, her go-to deli order is ham and cheese roll and a small bag of chips. That's really relatable. She loved to make a Geely sequel. Oh, with Ben. Did anyone watch the first one? I did. Yeah. It's stupid. It's so bad. <laughs> it, there's no, it's the dumbest thing. She's just, do you think she was just saying that for a headline? Well, no, I just think she's She'll, just crazy about Ben. She would like to work on another project with him is what yeah. she's trying to say. And also this question made me like, she name dropped, who is the artist you most want to cover? Tom Waits. Wasn't expecting that one from J-Lo. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. He has that one song. What you been? I've been looking for you, or Grant Finn is one. Looking. Yep, yep. He's got that one song. Well, he's got a lot of songs, but he's but, the one main one. Right, but he's not who we would have expected. No, not at all. The artist she wants to cover, which I mean, Jezebel said they didn't give their entire paycheck to watch the recording of that. Um, and then she mentioned um, a Vietnamese author as the perfect bathtub reading book, like a memoir. Okay, what is... Okay, and most importantly, when she was asked... <laughs> this is why people don't ask them questions. Yeah, this is... Well, she's not very good at it. Yeah. Usually she's... Better. And who would play her in a movie about her life? She scrunched her nose and said, she hasn't been born yet. <laughs> okay, that's even the best. That's wow. even the best. 
Because we... Everyone that's alive the best. is too old to play That's her. the best. You know, because we heard last week Marie Osmond said if they were going to do a biopic on her, who would she like to play her? And she said Selena Gomez. Because she was a child star like me. She knows what it's like to grow yeah. up in the business. Right. Since you're a child. That's very good so casting, Marie. I thought so, too. I mean, but I'm I love sorry it. She to hasn't say, been born yet. If you're alive right now, you're too old to play JLo. Sorry, baby. <laughs> sorry, teenage aspiring starlets. Sorry, women in their 80s who are hoping to play That's future JLo in a fast forward scene. That's I, I think it's pretty good. It is pretty good. I okay. agree. All right, are we so going to? I got to tell you about uh, the Kennedy Center honors are being held this weekend. And this is a show that we'll probably see like. Um, Maybe between Christmas and New Year's, I feel, is when the Kennedy Center honors airs on CBS. Sure, okay. Uh, but this is who's getting inducted um, because it's it's not a live thing. Yes, but, who, who um, do we have to look forward to? Well, first of all, uh, Gladys Knight will finally get a Kennedy Center honor. She'll be presented with her induction by none other than Patti LaBelle. I'm expecting Dionne Warwick to be there because the three of those ladies... Have been friends forever. Yep. And uh, my guess is Patty will sing, you know, Midnight Train to Georgia or Heard It Through the Grapevine. George Clooney is being inducted. Oh. You too. Julia Roberts will give it to him. I, I would count on Julia yep. Roberts doing the presentation. You too is being inducted. Um, people they're are speculating. Clinton, former President Clinton. Well, they're speculating Springsteen or Sting. Oh. All right. And then Amy Grant and, of course, her husband, Vince Gill, right. will be at some point on stage. And maybe it'll be, you know, Kelly Clark. Clarkson. I don't know who yeah, some other Amy people. Grant or Trisha Yearwood. Right. They could be friends. but And then Tanya Leon is the other inductee. And she might, I don't know what She's she does. She's a dancer. Does. Is she a dancer? Or a painter. I don't know. So the show will air later, but that's a good lineup. I think so, too. I didn't even know George was getting uh, inducted into, you know, getting a Kennedy Center honor. My God, look how long they made Gladys Knight wait. Forever. Yes, forever. Nice forever and ever and ever. So, Amy Grant, you know, she fell off her bike and she was wearing a helmet. Lori, she she was hit. She had a concussion, massive. Yeah, it was bad. Julia, yes. I I mean, you don't have to lecture me she about just went someone back to falling per- off. She went back to performing this week, in yes. case you were curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grant told us that yesterday. Thank uh, you. <laughs> and you gave him kind of grief for bringing up the story, so I find it ironic now that you're a phone <laughs> Amy Grant the that was brought to us by Grant yesterday when you couldn't be you Can couldn't I hit give the, the time of day Can I hit about the that story. Can I, I hit the gavel? Why are you so distracted? I Be just, honest with all because, of us. Well, because of what you discovered during our thing, and then um, and then the other thing, <laughs> oh. and then I yeah. can't see it that we haven't talked about Love Actually yet. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my let's gosh. talk about it. It was very, Diane very Sawyer. good. It was. It was. It was. And you know what? I, I guess... I had forgotten that... This is uh, a special that was on last night with Diane Sawyer. Yeah, I had forgotten that the little boy who Liam Neeson, you know... Was the dad, The stepdad, uh, Thomas Brody Sangster. I forgot that he's the cowboy chess king and the The king's gambit. The queen's gambit. Yeah, the queen's gambit. Mm -hmm. He looks so much like his childhood self, and he's 30. Beyond. That's kind of amazing. Beyond. The one, so Emma, you know, Emma Thompson was so lovely, of course. 
I just love the theme. I love knowing more about Richard Curtis, Curtis who was the director yeah. and writer. He did Four Weddings and a Funeral. He did um, Notting Hill, Lori. He did um, Love Actually. I'm just a girl standing, standing in, in front, front of a boy, boy asking, him, asking to love him, me. him to love her. And I just loved his take on life. Yeah. And what he said is we have so many serial killer movies. There's only been like eight of them in the world forever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he says, That's great. love oh. is all around us, but no mm-hmm. one spends time doing movies. Well, I hope he makes another movie because all I was, of his movies are I so was good. so touched. It was very good. Chris, I mean, I got to say, I was, Hugh Grant, I wanted to moisturize. And and, and (laughs) I wanted to moisturize and buff his face. And he has spent so much time on the golf course, and he has not used sunscreen. And he's he's a weather vane. He's a weather, that's his English skin. The other one that, the other. I wanted to moisturize him. Richard Curtis looked moisturized. So did Bill Nye. And they're older than And Kendrick. Bill Nye's story was so great about how he got the job. He was just kind of a placeholder. But the Laura Linney one, if you remember it, Laura Linney and Pasquale something. Oh, no, uh, Rodrigo Santoro. Him. Oh, okay. Beautiful. So basically, they had both just broken up their relationships. And he had just confessed to her in a car like, I just broke up. I'm miserable. And yeah. they're doing an overnight sheet shooting of their makeout scene. Yeah. And when she just said to and him, I felt that they they're in, they're making out was quite intense. And she said to him, "How perfect is this that we get to make out with each other and feel better? Yeah, make each other feel better, right?" I just <laughs> thought that was just such a because you wouldn't have you wouldn't at all have to feel bad or dig up acting reserves. You could just enjoy, just enjoy the oxytocin and the taste of a stranger's mouth. And how lovely that someone kind of admitted that too. We right. never hear everyone's yeah. like it's a jar and it, you know. I thought it was lovely. It was very good. I enjoyed. He our... also did Bridget Jones' Diary. Yes, yes. I love Richard this. That. Yeah. Richard Curtis. He's genius. Why aren't they making more Richard Curtis movies? I don't know. He might be taking it. Easy. Well, let know. me just tell you one more little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Rowan Ackerson, who plays Mr. Bean, yeah, um, Richard Curtis and him were best friends in like ho- college, and they were both in electrical engineering or something. Really? Silly. Yeah. And they formed a friendship, and that's how he was started the Bean movies and everything. Yeah, oh, that's that, interesting. I loved. And I seen, but oh, also, great. also how great Emma Thompson was when she goes in the bedroom and is listening to the Joni. Mitchell. Mitchell album, and she realizes that the gold bracelet was not her, her. husband gave the present she found in For a closet. Another woman, and uh, the total. Oh. Have you total watched breakdown. this, Grant? Love Actually? Yeah. No, we no. talked oh. about this. I did not. Yeah. I've not seen it. it. No, no, yeah. no. It's but true. she is so, so good. And we're going to, when we come back, uh, we've got, well, we're, here's, we're going to, first of all, this headline that we're going to Hollywood speak has been current for 30 years. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right, I'm going to read you a headline, but I'm going to leave out the the A-lister name that would preface this. All right. And then I'm going to give you the rest of the headline. And this headline could be applicable why we could have read it in 92, 2002, 2012, or 2022. So we'll go, Julia. Okay. Blank was surrounded by models in Miami. That, too, could be a fill-in-the-blank. Blank oh, was surrounded Leonardo by Leonardo DiCaprio. Ma- ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. 
That is a headline that has been true, true. for 30 years, you Listen, guys. Listen, wow. don't go changing, Leo. Yeah. Stick with what you know. Hand, I mean, <laughs> and hands down, nice I mean, that was one of my favorite stories of the summer when, um, and I rightly called it, um, uh, wow, when, wow. when Leo and Camille <laughs> at the beginning of the summer were walking on the beach and she looked very upset and he had his arm around her and then he kissed the forehead and you know oh, yeah, you knew and it. I said, Oh you yeah, he's it. let her know he's not she's not coming to Santa Pay. He's gonna be surrounded by models in Santa Pay. Anyway, I the yeah He, he was eighteen and ninety two. You I mean that is just on point. Like wow, yeah. wow Yeah, that headline has been good for thirty, <laughs> thirty years. And so like the twenty year old women that he wants to date right now weren't even around when the Titanic yeah. was out. Oh my so god. So how do they even they know? They grew him? up at watching him in what, the Revenant, the Wolf of Wall Street. The Departed, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean <laughs> No, they might have even been five at that yeah. point in time. I mean, next May, we'll have an official girlfriend. This Gigi Hadid thing was just like his publicist trying Find to get someone away. Older. But trying to get away from the the underground rumor that Leo's uh, wiener will turn to stone if he's with anybody under the oh, age of 25. Like a Gorgon. Here a Gorgon go. penis. <laughs> I don't even know what a Gorgon is. A Gorgon is, uh, that's uh, like Medusa was mm-hmm. a Gorgon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, yep, yep, yep. All right, thank you. We know this from Wednesday, but here's the oh, thing. I, yes. I just, the Hollywood speak, though, on um, Leonardo and his under 25 um, rule because, you know, his publicist was like, oh, he doesn't have under 25. Let us make this Gigi Hadid. She's 27 <laughs> with a kid. Is that. Um, it's amazing that he still has the mystique and star power, you know, with 20-year-olds, because he's now... They loved Great Gatsby and Wolf of Wall Street, because my kids know him most okay. from that. I that's, hated so that's it. My kids love yeah. those. They oh, saw it when they yeah. were like 13, my 14. my favorite movie, but or I mean, my favorite book, but my the worst movie ever made. Yeah, and I just feel like, because Leonardo... <laughs> has just exclusively dated young women. Yes. The line he uses on everybody. Do you know who I am? No, no, because he doesn't even have to say that. He he for sure is telling, and you will believe it at 20. <laughs> what is it? You're different than any other girl I've ever known or woman or whatever you use. He uses that line. That one, who and, cares at, about that? But at 20, Julia, you believe it. It works. I would just say, and duh. You, and you don't know any better, but now take off your crabby 50-year-old eyes and go back to oh. your 20-year-old oh, eyes. God. I and love that they're crabby <laughs> they and thrifty. Thank no. you for the age reduction. Well, I'm just saying, you're, but you're not remembering the naivety oh, of that the 20 you have at 20, at 20 for, for guys. And think about a guy like Leonardo that, you know, you know who he is. You don't have to ask. His lines are going to work, and, and he's he probably means it. That's the other arrested. I don't know what's so stupid, but I just kind of think like how what a what a loss for him. Well, I mean, he might be doing the Clooney thing, and he's just yeah. going to wait until really wait until he has his first death scare, and then, and then he finds someone. and then he'll find a woman maybe wait twelve his or fifteen years fluid younger. Is dripping down his neck like George Clooney had. Right. I need someone to take care of me. Got to seal yeah. the deal. No, yeah. But you know, I mean, maybe he'll find true love, but he'll never find true love with his just to always to under twenty five, and and really. Just, uh, you know, being a lazy dater.
Yeah, you know? there you go. Because you could just use that line. You're different than any other woman I've dated. And he does have, he does serial monogamy once in a while. Yes, he does. All right, I've got one for you. All right. Easy Rider, the movie, is getting a reboot. What? To deal with today's countercultures and challenges. Mm. So this is a 1969 flick starring Dennis Hopper, Peter Mm -hmm. Fonda, and Jack Nicholson about a motorcycle ride. Yeah. I mean, Peter Fonda, I think, wrote that movie. Um, Dennis Hopper wrote it, but I I mean, I don't know. I I love a motorcycle movie. I mean, we haven't had one in a long time. They were in vogue for a while, and then we haven't seen one in forever. And it just said, the youth of today need a film that pays serious attention to their own countercultures and challenges. What does Jack Nicholson say? That's my Hollywood. He laughed, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) You know, what does Jack have to say? Yeah, I I haven't asked How about this story? Because he's the only one left alive. Right. True. Hugh Jackman, we've just learned, Casino Royale, James Bond, was offered to him. Really? Before Daniel Craig. Really? Oh. And he turned it down. Wow. I kind of like Daniel Craig, but wow. We never knew this. No. Well, you want, it's interesting, and maybe mm. they've asked, they didn't want to live in the UK. Uh, that was the year X-Men X-Men. And Logan, out. when he had Logan, and he was probably ending his whole run with with that whole franchise, which is now being reprised in Deadpool. But. He had the first crack at that in 2006, wow. but he was focusing on Wolverine yep. and knew if he did the Bond contract, he'd only ever be playing the two characters. So he passed, and the rest is history, because he also, he does love his theater. I know he does. He likes <gasps> to sing and dance. Music man. Well, he and also, so did, good he also worked with Daniel Craig in a show called A Steady Rain, which was a serious play on Broadway. They acted in that together. Oh. And um, yeah, he said he had a look. He said, I was like, if I'm doing Bond and Wolverine, I'll have no time to do anything else. So he turned down Bond in favor of Wolverine. And the rumor is now Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay, this is the could worst rumor. Bond. This is the worst. I don't want this rumor to be true no, at all. No, no, no. You know, how about Dev Patel as James <gasps> I'd Bond? I love that. To, oh, you know, because yeah. uh, represent a changing Britain yes, and all I of love that. It. What about him? I think I love that's that a idea. Great right? idea. Thank you, Lainey Gossip. Um, radio host dubbed Teresa Judice the rudest person he's ever had on this show. <laughs> Okay, well, we know who ours are. Well, she was one of the rudest, too. Remember you brought up her daughters? Oh, she was so rude to me. And she was so rude to you? You asked her. she snapped mm-hmm. at you and said she had, like, two best-selling books. We hated her. Oh, that's I know, terrible. We did. She's very prickly. So she's on an, in, she's, uh, on a, uh, a New York radio show, a morning drive mm-hmm. time. And this guy, Billy Costa, and he said, Hand, Billy and Lisa in the morning, hands down the rudest person I've ever had on the air. He's been, you know, he's 69, so he's probably had his show for a while. And he just asked her about writing her book, Turning the Tables, after she got out of prison. And she snapped at him and said, um, I don't know if you know this, but I am a four-time New York Times bestselling author. And um, we're not here to talk okay. about that. And you, you brought up know her what? daughter's on the show, and she snapped at you and said she was a New York Times bestselling she- I Don't love you that. remember this? Oh, yeah, I do. I feel like uh, I had to prompt your memory right no, there. No, I do. you brought up her daughters, and she was very... And her daughters are all over the damn show. They cook with the mom. It was about her damn cookbook. And Teresa 
writes about prison in this is one of her books. You know, anyway, she really is a, a prickly, pain. prickly <laughs> She's woman. She's a pain. Isn't she? I mean, but I'm telling you, I watched, I watched the cures for her at BravoCon. Yeah. People like her character. Oh, yeah, but she's because she is just leaning into being one of the rudest people like alive. Like what Lisa Renna is doing. She's, she's a gaslighter, which yeah. was Merriam-Webster's word of the year. I still have that story for us. But, I mean, yep. Teresa really is because, she, yeah, that is one of your books. Uh, that you wrote, and he's just bringing it up, and she scolds him and says, we're going to have a good time. It's all about being positive and not negative. You should learn some of that. She said, said this guy wow. on his show, how about get a get a good answer? This four <laughs> oh, God, times, I love it. times best-selling author. Love it. She would be a pain in the butt to be married to. Oh, yes. Oh, my word. Or be a sibling to. All right, that's it. We'll be back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 